Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. I wrote an article about 10 years ago about Pareto charts. These are really commonly used diagrams to prioritize the efforts for your team or for areas that you'd like to improve. I highly recommend using Pareto charts on any kind of improvement you make because you have limited time and resources. And so you really want to be focused on where you can have the biggest impact or the biggest bang for the buck, so to speak. For those that aren't aware, the Pareto chart is a way to sort your data from largest category down to smallest category. The idea around it is there is an 80-20 rule that says if you categorize it in a certain way, you'll notice that 20% of the categories will make up 80% of the problem. And you can even see that on some of the charts, they'll show you what cumulative total you'll reach for the data. And so if you see that the first one or two or maybe even three bars make up over 80% of the cumulative total, then you've got a good slice of that data. If you see that the first couple bars only get you 40-50%, what I would like to do is change up the uh, categories. So instead of looking at the data by shift or by process line or by day of the week or by regional office, you might switch it up into a different category. Maybe you look at it by customer type or um, document type and see if that gives you a, a different slice of the Pareto chart. So this article I wrote um, related to the Pareto charts, but just about how to display the chart. Although it's one of the simplest quality tools, it's one of the most powerful and often underused. When I talk to teams, I often find that they're not prioritizing what they're working on. They're trying to solve all the problems in an area. So we really want people to look at the data, categorize it, and then start with the largest category first. So it's easy to get buried down in an issue and forget that that's not the only one to focus on. When I recently presented a Pareto, what I noticed is some of the people in the audience were tilting their head to read it. And that's because I had displayed it vertically. And so to read what the categories were, it was awkward for them. But a simple change I started to make was displaying it horizontally. So the top of the chart now has the longest bar at the top, and then it gets incrementally lower and smaller as you go down the page. And on the left side, you can read like you normally would read the category. So that's a simple switch you can make on the diagram to make it much more user-friendly for your audience. And they don't have to crank their neck at all. So that's a little tip. Uh, hopefully you'll like that. But definitely make sure that you are using the Pareto chart more often than you realize. You can find the article link in the show notes and you can see some examples there. You can also go to the LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com and we've got some examples of Pareto charts there. A simple search of Google will also pull up a lot of examples. Thanks. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.